0: Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. We begin with an update on the controversial film The Kerala Story. The Kerala High Court has refused to issue a stay order on the release of the Hindi movie, which hit theatres on Friday, saying it is a fictional film and not a historical account. Manipur violence, Impal Valley peaceful but tanks, Gunfights between militants and security forces in hills. Eight dead in second Serbia mass shooting. Suspect arrested. World leaders gathered in London for King Charles' coronation. India's KL Rahul ruled out of IPL and World Test Championship final owing to thigh surgery. Let's get into the details. The Kerala High Court on Friday refused to say the release of the controversial, multilingual film The Kerala Story and said the trailer does not contain anything offensive to any particular community as a whole. A bench of justices N. N. and Sophie Thomas noted the submission made by the producers that they do not intend to retain an offending teaser which contained a statement that 32,000 women from Kerala were converted and joined a terrorist organization. The court said the Central Board of Film Certification has examined the movie and found that it is suitable for public exhibition. The Kerala High Court also noted that the producers have published a disclaimer along with the movie, which specifically says that the film has fictionalized and is a dramatized version of events and that the film doesn't claim accuracy or factuality of historic events. The High Court was hearing a batch of petitions which sought to set aside the certificate for public display given to the movie by the censor board, among other pleas including to ban it. The petitions contended that the movie falsely portrayed certain facts which had resulted in insulting the people of Kerala and sought a stay on the movie's impending release. The Kerala story, starring Ada Sharma, was released in cinemas on Friday and is portrayed as unearthing the events behind approximately 32,000 women allegedly going missing from Kerala. The Impal Valley in Manipur remained peaceful but tense on Friday, however, intermittent gunfights between militant groups and security forces were reported from the hill districts surrounding the valley. The exchanges of fire between militant groups, who have involved themselves in the ethnic clashes in the state, and security forces were reported at Kangwai in Churachandpur district, western hill range of Vaugakchau in adjoining Vishnupur district, and Dolai Thabi in Fukau in Impal East district, a senior police officer said. However, it was not immediately known whether there was any casualty on either side. Over 6,000 soldiers from the Army and the Assam Rifles have been deployed in the state and more brought in by road from Nagaland and by air. Officials said the Army's 6th Regiment is currently carrying out rescue operations in Langol in Impal West District, shifting out over 500 people to safe shelters in the Lema Kong Army Camp. 55 columns of Army and Assam Rifles have been deployed and 14 more have been kept in reserve, Defence officials said. Violence first erupted in Todbank area in Churachandpur district during the tribal solidarity march organized by the All Tribal Student Union Manipur on Wednesday to protest the demand of Metis for scheduled tribe status. The march was organized by tribals, including Nagas and Kukis, after the Manipur High Court asked the state government last month to send a recommendation to the sender within four weeks of the demand for ST status by the Metis community. During the march in Torbang, an armed mob allegedly attacked people of the Métis community, leading to retaliatory attacks in the valley districts, which escalated the violence throughout the state, police said. Métis account for about 53% of the population and live mostly in the Impal Valley. Tribals who include Nagas and Kukis account for another 40% of the population and live mostly in the hill districts which surround the valley. Multiple sources said the fighting between communities had left more than a score of people dead and several scores more injured. However, the police were unwilling to confirm this. The violence between majority, Métis and tribals over demand of the former ST status has displaced over 9,000 people from both communities. Many affected people are taking shelter in camps of security forces. The Manipur government has given shoot sight orders to contain the violence and Chief Minister N. Biren Singh has said the violence was a result of misunderstanding in the society and that his administration was taking all measures to bring the situation under control. Union Home Minister Amit Shah has held meetings with top functionaries of Manipur and central governments through video conference to review the situation besides talking to Singh and his counterparts in Nagaland, Mizoram and Assam. Police arrested a suspect after eight people were killed in Serbia's second mass shooting in just two days, as President Aleksandr Vučić on Friday responded to what he said was a terrorist attack with proposed tough new gun control measures. The Balkan country was already reeling from a mass shooting on Wednesday when authorities say a 13-year-old boy shot dead nine and wounded seven at a school in Belgrade before turning himself in. Serbs had just begun three days of mourning on Friday for those victims as news broke of the second incident, which authorities said occurred late on Thursday in the village of Dubona, 42 kilometers south of Belgrade. State broadcaster RTS said the suspect a young man had been involved in an altercation in a schoolyard. He left and then returned with an assault rifle and a handgun, opened fire and continued to shoot at people at random from a moving car. In a Somber national address, Vusic said the gunman had been wearing a T-shirt with neo-Nazi symbols. He gave no further details about the shootings. Vusic proposed a moratorium on gun permits regardless of weapons type in what he called a practical disarmament of Serbia that would also include more frequent medical and psychological checks of gun owners. The government would also hire 1,200 new police officers to improve security in schools, said Vosich. King Charles will hold a reception on Friday for world leaders gathered in London for his coronation this weekend, the biggest ceremonial event to be staged in Britain for 70 years. 74-year-old Charles and his wife Camilla will be crowned at London's Westminster Abbey in a glittering but solemn religious ceremony with traditions dating back some thousand years, followed by a procession, resplendent with pomp and pageantry. Royal fans have been gathering on the Mall, the Grand Boulevard that leads to Buckingham Palace, and heads of state and global dignitaries have been arriving in the British capital ahead of Saturday's event. Prior to the ceremony, Charles will hold a meeting of leaders from the Commonwealth of Nations, the voluntary associations of 56 countries which he also heads, while he will also greet Prime Ministers and royal representatives from the 14 other realms where he is head of state, including Australia and Canada. The leaders of Australia and New Zealand will pledge their allegiance to King Charles at his coronation on Saturday, even though both are lifelong Republicans who do not shy away from making their positions clear. Across Britain, preparations are underway for the first coronation since 1953, when his mother Queen Elizabeth was crowned. The King has even voiced announcements for the London Underground Network, demanding passengers to mind the gap. Charles automatically became King after the Queen's death at 96 last September, but the coronation, although not essential, Is regarded as a hugely symbolic moment which legitimizes the monarch in a public way. Set against the backdrop of a cost-of-living crisis, some public skepticism and in a modern era when questions are being posed about the future of the institution, its role and finances, Saturday's event will be on a smaller scale than the previous one 70 years ago. Nonetheless, it will be a lavish occasion. The St. Edward's crown, which weighs about 2.2 kilograms and dates back to 1661, and the reign of his namesake King Charles II will be placed on his head during the ceremony. Lucknow Super Giants skipper KL Rahul has been ruled out of the rest of the Indian Premier League season and India's World Test Championship final against Australia after he said on Friday he would undergo surgery on his thigh. The 31-year-old got injured in his last match against Royal Challengers Bangalore earlier this week, tearing a tendon in his right leg while fielding and had to be helped off the ground. He could not open Lucknow's innings in the run chase, but came out to bat at number eleven. However, he could not score of the three deliveries he faced in the penultimate over. After careful consideration and consultation with the medical team, it's been concluded that I'll be undergoing a surgery on my thigh shortly. Rahul wrote on Instagram. Lucknow are second in the IPL standings with 11 points, one behind leaders Gujarat Titans, who have a game in hand. The surgery will also rule Rahul out of the World Test Championship final against Australia at the Oval from June seventh to eleventh. He was named when the squad announced last month. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours, hosted and produced by me Vishnu, with technical support by IdeaBrew Studios. Follow on monorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.